Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. This episode looks and sounds different because I am inside. I am inside for the foreseeable future. Um, no longer in my car. This episode, we're going to talk about prayer um, and essentially how prayer and and how that works with the law of attraction, as they call it, or manifestation. Uh, we're heading into a new year. People are going to want to make some changes, so we're going to talk about that. Um, but before we do, go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com, click the About button, read about me, what I have to offer you in terms of uh, thought transformation and restructuring. Uh, this is something that I've developed over my years of working in mental health and addiction, and it has worked to uh, clear trauma, uh, move people through grief and loss, essentially take traumatic experiences, move them around in the mind or in the brain, rather, to a place where they no longer affect the nervous system. Um, if you're interested in that, you can email me. Uh, if you're interested in me coming and doing a talk or uh, some work, some sort of workshop or something at your yoga school or or something like that, just go ahead and let me know. Um, again, email me. Best way to get a hold of me. Uh, do not Facebook message me. Uh, also, the Patreon slash donate button on the website. If you like what I do, if you like the content that I'm providing, uh, feel free to donate through PayPal or Venmo. If you're interested in Patreon, there's a $10 tier that gives you access to the first Wednesday of every month online gathering. Um, we're developing a really great community. We're learning practices. We are putting them into action in our day-to-day lives and changing the world that we live in. Um, that's the name of the game. So uh, prayer. Prayer is an interesting thing. Well, first of all, let me say this. I started The Infinite Spark of Being as a blog. And the blog was essentially me sharing my experiences with you. Um, the transformations I was going through. And this was 2010, I believe. There's no way of knowing. 2010 or earlier, I don't know. Um, for whatever reason, the thing I was using to do the blog didn't tell me when it started. But um, that was the goal, right? Um, so over the years, as I've changed... Um, I've given you guys the information that I've gleaned from this um, from this process. And prayer is one of those things that for me is... I had a very cynical view of it for a very long time. And like a lot of you, I grew up in a Judeo-Christian household. Uh, that's where all of my early development occurred, a.k.a. abuse. Um, <laughs> So when we go through those things, everything associated with that thing goes out the window. And to be fair, um, prayer gets used in a really weird way in our culture. Um, pray about it, things like that. And, and no one really knows what the hell that means. Um, you know, it's like if, if it's all in God's plan and it's all happening the way it's happening anyway, then what good is praying going to do? The The... The pieces are already in the, it's already in motion. Like, what are we going to do? Um, that comes from this Christian idea that God is outside of you, despite what the Bible says. We're still taught that everything, solutions and problems are all external, right? Uh, usually we are the problem and we are the solution, or at least it lies within us that this human birth 
with the body and the mind actually becomes the path. That's karma yoga. That is um, the path of living your life as a means to get to God or to uh, reunite with God or to rediscover your own divinity. Um, but prayer is an interesting thing because, again, the mind sees what it's looking for, right? So instead of like people that in the past I've had experiences, I remember one with a young lady where she was making horrible horrible mistakes. And she was back with me again. And I said, you know, what are you doing to cultivate a relationship with your higher power, with a higher power, with something? And she goes, well, I'm going to church a lot. And I said, okay, well, that's interesting. What are you doing at church? She goes, well, I pray. And I said, okay, well, what do you pray for? And she says, well, I'm praying for guidance. So I ran down a list of all of it. Some of you heard the story. I ran down a list of all the dumb shit she had done in the last year. And essentially at each point was like, was there anything in you that said, don't do that? Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's guidance. That's the divine mind. That is the voice of God. That is, as the Quakers called, the still small voice within. That's it. It's not going to be a giant hand that slaps you back into line and makes sure that you don't do crack in a hospital bed with your ex-boyfriend, as she was doing. And when we pray and we say, Dear God, please don't let me smoke crack in a hospital bed with my ex-boyfriend. Give me guidance, because clearly I don't know what to do. You knew what to do. Your divine mind told you what to do and you did the damn dumb shit anyway. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? You listened to the scared small self, the same voice in you that you listen to every time and you end up in the same shitty quagmire you end up in every single time. That is an extreme case, but that's essentially what everybody listening to this is going through. Is that it's so hard to listen to the divine mind because the scared small self is so convincing. And when we talk about the divine mind, some people call it the superconscious, the higher self, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's not something that the psychological world leans too heavily on. I mean, nowadays people probably do, but supraconscious, superconscious, it's the same thing as the divine mind. Uh, Florence Scovel Shin called it the realm of good ideas, which I really like because from the divine mind come these good ideas, these, ah, oh, you know what I want to do? And you feel great about it, but then the conscious mind steps in and it goes, no, 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 no. You don't have the ability. You don't have the education. You don't have the means to do this. Well, now we get into manifestation. You keep manifesting a dead end because you listen to that carnal, scared, small self instead of that divine mind. So what prayer becomes, rather than asking, because with the young lady with guidance, she's essentially, by asking for guidance, she is denying the innate guidance she already has. By It's like me, right now I'm wearing a black t-shirt. It would be like me going, dear God, I would just give me a black t-shirt. You're wearing one. And so it's essentially me telling my mind 
the conscious mind, the subconscious, more importantly. I'm telling the subconscious, and I'm telling the conscious mind that I don't have that thing. And, and more importantly, I'm telling them not to even listen to the divine mind that's going, yes, don't smoke crack in the hospital bed with your ex-boyfriend. So this is prayer. Prayer needs to be a present tense positive statement. No matter what, you're going to pray this thing that like, for instance, I've been selling my house. Well, I've not been selling it. I've been trying to sell it. And the other day it sold and it sold for my asking price. And before, like, so there's worry that comes out. There's concern. Anybody's ever sold a house? It's a fucking, it's a mind fuck. It's such a drag. Um, Cause there is that PC that's worried. Well, I started just praying and being thankful and feeling the gratitude that I would feel the house selling for the asking price, being free of that burden and moving on and only focusing on that and saying thank you for that. And then lo and behold, here we are. Now, I won't say that I called the buyer in, though, you know, who knows? But I will say that I put my mind at ease and did not accept any other fate. Um, it allowed me to think about things clearly and to make certain decisions later on that, that did facilitate the sale of that house. But it allowed me to make those decisions without being fearful. Making the decisions without fear. Um, you know, Because again, that conscious mind steps in and goes, no, 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 don't do that. What about this? What about that? Just got to let go. Um, so to speak clearly about the thing that you want, but speak about it in a present tense, positive way, not, I hope, not, I can, not, I will speak about it as if it's done. When we do this, we train the mind to only look for the possibility for that thing to be true. We attract the mind to the route by which that thing is now possible. Otherwise, we convince the mind that it's not possible. We have to understand you know, that, that this reality, this human birth is, a, is an infinite field of pure potentiality. It's just, it's just possibility. And all of the possibilities are already here as little routes, little pathways to those things. The mind will see what it's looking for. So if the mind is, only tra is trained to only think about how hard this is going to be, only to think about the difficulty of these things and how out of reach this is and how unattainable that is, well, then we're not going to get there. The mind is going to show you the route to hardship. The mind is going to show you the route to difficulty. And worse off, you're acting as if it's hard. You're acting as if it's difficult. So you're feeling that. And your mind is only looking for that possibility. Instead, you could be using your imagination to see that as the only possibility, feeling it in your body and then being grateful for it. Thanksgiving was yesterday. Gratitude and thankfulness is something we just talk about. But if we can feel it, it changes everything. There's a lot I don't know about how this works, but I do know this, that if I cannot imagine it happening, and I can't imagine a world in which these things work out for me, then how will my mind 
see the route by which those things are possible. It will, my mind will only see the difficulty and it will lead me to difficulty every time. It will lead me to perceive hardship, perception, regarding, understanding, interpreting. I will only perceive, I will only interpret, understand, and regard everything as hardship and difficulty. It's all out of my reach. It's all unattainable because I have used a mantra, right? We're back to mantras. Uh, mind protection, mind tool. I've used this tool on my mind to create a world in which nothing is possible. It's all difficult. I'll never get what I want. They succeed because they have this. They succeed because they have that. I have nothing. So I've used that tool to shape my mind and I've protected my mind against anything else. There's your prayer. The world's going to hell in here, baby. There's your prayer. That's all you're going to see. I live on the same spinning rock as you. And some of you I live a very different life from. We all live these different little lives. But some of you live on this planet where it is all going to shit. I live on the same planet. It's not willful ignorance. It's something else. The, the, the negativity is easy. Negativity bias, negativity effect in the human mind is very real. And that's what, you know, that's what you're playing into when you're saying, I hope, I wish, I can, one day, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work real hard to, nope. Speak as if, feel as if, imagine it. The imagination is so important here. If you can't even imagine what this thing is gonna feel like, what this thing is gonna look like, these opportunities, these scenarios, then how are you going to get there? How will the mind find the route? The mind is the subtle body. It's the curriculum of the soul. It's everything. Gurdjieff said that you are in prison, and until you realize you're in prison, no escape is possible. As long as we are looking to the external to rearrange that and give us the thing that we want, then, then we're rearranging furniture in our prison. So we have to go inward. We have to go in. We are the problem and we are the solution. You can find a way out of this. Um, the things that I see with the people that I work with are, are pretty great. There's people I work with that are really pulling themselves out of some very difficult stuff. And there's others that just don't get it. I mean, they're, they, that's, that's their thing. You know, it can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. I can develop the practices for you. I can show you the practice. I can get you there, but you have to do it. You have to do it every day. And there's something I like to say to people, every day, no matter what. Every day, no matter what. Act as if. Every day, no matter what, do you act like a poor, sad sack that, that's just drowning in your own bullshit? Or every day, no matter what, are you going to make this shit happen? Are you going to devote yourself to your practice to it every day, no matter what? Practices to, like spiritual practice especially, is like spiritual, meaning anything that is, that is related to the soul or the human spirit. Spiritual practice, acting, practicing, being, spirit, practicing, being, soul, 
instead of this poor, sad, traumatized organism spinning around on this fucking rock. Spiritual means, it comes with the Latin word spiritus, which means breathing or breath. Spiritual meaning anything to, uh, uh, pertaining to this human spirit or the soul. Spiritual coming from spiritus to breathe, the da 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 This is a spiritual experience. We have access to all of it. We can do this. I mean, I, I don't see... I mean, we, you don't have to. I mean, you could choose to just eat the pile of shit that they've cooked for you and accept the popular culture's, you know, fate, you know, or you can operate from a different place of understanding where you are soul and you have access to the divine mind and that you can cultivate and attract yourself to better circumstances that you can manifest, reveal, show yourself the route towards whatever it is you want. The things that are going to be the best for you. There's so much of my own life that that's just what it is. And I wish... There's a piece of me that wishes it wasn't so woo-woo. That there was an equation. I mean, there is, right? I did certain things, but I, I did them every day no matter what. Prayer mantra, affirmation, whatever you want to call it. And I had a specific method. I just stuck to it every day. I still do. Just stick to it. And this is what I give these people. And again, like some of them, it's like they either get it or they don't. Maybe I, and I don't want to say they're not ready. It's part of their, their soul's curriculum. It's the soul like doing what it's doing. And it's, you know, but anyway, I've said it before, like not everybody gets to live. This isn't going to be a cakewalk for everybody. Not everyone. And when I say live, I don't mean a bodily birth or death. I mean, you know, for some people, this is just going to be really hard. Um, so prayer is the persistent, positive, present tense proclamation like, thank you for this blah, blah, blah. I live a life of blah, blah, blah. This thing, I am grateful for all the opportunities that I have. I'm grateful for gainful employment and enriching life of happiness and contentment. I'm so grateful for connections to people and access to God that whatever the thing is, despite how you feel, you say that instead. Because you know this works, language being a cognitive faculty of the mind. You have described a shit show to yourself and you have practiced life as, a, as it is a shit show. You are well practiced at being this sad sack so you have experienced the life of a sad sack, an unlovable shit. Well, what if you practiced being something else? Maybe it would be different. Because you have proof positive that it works. You've described the shit show and here we are. That's how we know it works. Um, go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com, click the about button, read about me, Patreon, donate, join us. Join us the first Wednesday of every month. Um, it's fun. We have a good time. Um, it's been, uh, I look forward to it so much. And those of you that are listening to this that are part of that, you, you guys are awesome. And um, I'm looking forward to our next one. Um, go to the website, t-shirts, hoodies, things like that. Buy a hoodie. It's getting cold out for some of you, not for me. I live in the equator or on the equator. So it's not that cold. 
Um, for some of you, it is. Go grab a hoodie. Bundle up. Get warm. Um, I love you. And we've been doing this for so long. Um, and we're going to keep doing it. And in this one, I'm reminding you. You reminded me. Now I'm going to remind you. So um, I love you. Goodbye.